Over recent years, there's been a very good thing happening in churches. That is a move away from the one-man band and the superstar who gets a lot of the credit for any success that is taking place. At times, there's come a very unhealthy idolizing of an individual, which has not been good for them, has not been good for those doing the idolizing. This problem is deeper than just the church because it, there is a society we're in today that just loves to admire a great achiever. Just does. But the reality is this, that no one ever did anything of real value on their own. What may appear a solo achievement is actually a team effort. And yet, the halls of fame continue to honor and focus on individuals and not on the teams that help to make it happen. And I believe, friends, that there is something in the heart of man that just loves to lift up an individual, loves to idolize, loves to worship, you know, one person or someone who's really successful. There's something, and I believe it was put there by God, but that one person that you and I are meant to worship, adore, and exalt is our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. (laughs) It's been put in our hearts by God, but it's also dangerous, incredibly dangerous, if it's not focused on Jesus, but moves to someone else, whoever that person is. Might be, and you can think of a lot of famous people in our country. The great inventor Einstein said this, Many times a day, I realize how much my outer and inner life is built on the labors of my fellow men. I wonder whether that's why he was so successful. He was humble. He acknowledged that others were helping him all the time. And he said several times a day. Did you get that? That's how humble he was. Or repeatedly, boy, this one's helped me, that one's helped me, the other one's helped me. I reckon heaven maybe looked down and thought, boy, this is a man I can honor. This is a man I can cause to be successful. Then there's this Chinese proverb, which I think should have been Indian, but it's Chinese. (laughs) Behind an able man, there are always other able men. Apply that to woman as well. 1953, Sherpa Tensing and Edmund Hillary set out to conquer Mount Everest. What some of you may not know, it needed 10 high-altitude climbers. It took two, two to 300 people to carry two and a half tons of equipment on their backs across 180 miles of difficult terrain. Another 40 porters to get the equipment further up the mountain. To conquer Everest took enormous teamwork of literally hundreds of people committed to one goal of getting someone to the summit. Hillary and Tensing had no chance on their own. But I've got a question for you. Can anyone in this auditorium name for me one of the porters? Can anyone name for me one of the 10 high-altitude climbers? No. Why? Because we love to worship individuals. We love to exalt the individual, whereas in reality, it was a team effort. And friends, I believe there's a shift coming in the church of Jesus Christ today 
where God is more interested in his body than in the individual, what we might call a superstar or one person who seems to be at the forefront of things. God is not wanting to give the glory any longer to single people or single individual. It is a team effort. It's a body of Christ. It's us working together and we share the glory together of what God is able to achieve and accomplish. And the more we become partners together, sharing the load, sharing the glory, the more God is going to open the heavens over us and pour out His blessing over and beyond anything we could imagine. And I think when we're taking glory to individuals or individual churches, God has got to hold back His hand and say, no, I can't bless that individual that anymore. I can't bless that church anymore because they're going to take the glory to myself and God will not share His glory with another. So as we talk about partnership today, I believe we're right on zone in the streamline of what the Spirit of God is saying to His church here, but also across the body. It's all about us, team, we, not individuals. Conquering Everest is not like unlike the church. We need literally hundreds, thousands here in this place committed to one goal, one goal of fulfilling God's call on this church, One goal of fulfilling the Great Commission so that every tongue, tribe, and nation and every person has an opportunity to make a response to the saving message through Jesus Christ. We're not just getting people to the top of Mount Everest. We're getting them to the ultimate goal, the ultimate summit, which is Jesus Christ. The name above every other name. If you have a dream for your life, a vision, let this be written on the fleshly tablets of your heart, you will never get there alone. You will never accomplish anywhere near your potential on your own. You need partnerships, which I'm going to elaborate on even more tonight. You know, in the business world, only a few employees get get to have the sought-after privilege of becoming a partner. I'm an accountant by background, law background. I know in both of those professions, partners is what some, that's what they live for the day they'll become a partner. Because partners not only have, you know, more, more salary often and other, other privileges that come with the rank, but more important than the status is they also have a higher level of involvement and a higher level of commitment to the organization, and then when the organization succeeds, they have a greater sense of fulfillment, satisfaction, and joy. Can you see the connection, friends? The more you partner with an organization, the more you own it, the greater the joy, the greater the fulfillment you have in everything that is achieved by that organization. Thank you. Being a partner means a person has ownership. Ownership and a vital interest to the point of doing everything they can to make it succeed. You see, they own the vision. They own the business, as it were. They own the organization. And so if they're in need, as a partner, they say, hey, I will do what it takes. If you need more help in New Zealand and beyond, I will be there. I own it. It's mine. That's how partners think, friends. And I reckon God's trying to shift his church, not just here, but across the the nation and the nation into this whole concept of partnership. And I'll show you a little bit more why shortly. Partnership partners are passionate, passionate to see the organization succeed. If it's not succeeding, they're going to lose sleep because something's not quite happening as it should be happening. 
Church partners, we take greater ownership. We begin to say, this is my ministry. You see, employees are involved in the business. Partners are committed. And going into partnership moves you from being involved to being committed. Let me tell you a story about commitment. How many of you love bacon and eggs? Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorites. Every so often I order it. say, Adrian, I want my bacon and eggs. She cooks it all up for me and sit on my lazy boy with my remote control and a coffee in my hand. And I say, peel me some grapes at the same time. She says, anything else you want? Yeah, give me some oranges as well. I love that. Some cherries would be nice. <laughs> I didn't say anything of this in the city. Do you know why I didn't? I'm smart. Don't you tell her. Any of you. Promise? Oh, okay, all right. I'll I know you're partners with me and you won't damage what God's doing in this place. Because you upset her, you're damaging this church. I believe me, you are. All right, so partners, behave yourselves. Anyway, bacon and eggs, back to the story. The chicken is involved in the project. Provides the eggs and goes its merry way. The pig is committed to the project because it loses his life to provide the bacon. How many pigs do we have at Church Unlimited? <laughs> Willing to give your life for the cause of the gospel. You laugh, but what does your Bible say? They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. They loved not their, they, the, the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Yeah, there's been multitudes. There's thousands of people being martyred for the faith every week around the globe. People are literally giving their lives. So true partnership means not just involvement, it means commitment. Partners stick together. Customers, well, they find a better deal, they're going to jump ship. See you later. Or employees may abandon the ship. Oh, but stormy, but rough here, I'm out of here. Partners, no, they're committed. They stay with ship. And here's the key point. Partners accomplish more than they could alone. Deuteronomy 32 verse 30, which is going to come up on the screen, says this. One will chase a hundred, and two will chase two... What? What? Two will put 10,000. Hey, look, I was good at maths at school. That's one of my best subjects. I was useless at English, but I was good at maths. I know maths. One will put a hundred to flight. Two... He's going to put 200 to fly. Even Umish, you could work that out, couldn't you? I, just, I don't mean even Umish, but I mean Dr. Umish could work that out. <laughs> Doesn't that make sense, Umish? 100, 2, 200. What do you think, Nessa? Yeah, she agrees too. So what, what's, what's the deal here? Did they, I think, did they get, maybe it's a misprint. 1, 100, 2, not a thousand, ten thousand. You know what I reckon's happening here? God's baiting you. He's saying, you go this life alone, work alone, you'll achieve to a level of a hundred. If you will intentionally, deliberately, humbly part with, partner with someone else, I'll not only take you to two hundred, I'll make your success level go to ten Thousand. That's why, friends, the devil will fight unity 
with every ounce of his being and ounce of his strength because he knows once people unite together, the result is going to be exponential. He does not want people partnering for a common cause of the gospel of Jesus Christ. If one can put a hundred, two, ten thousand, imagine what thousands of partners at Church Unlimited could do. Friends, the result would be exponential, off the charts, otherworldly. That's why I'll preach something like this with passion. Because it's for your good. You might think, oh, Pastor, you just want partners for church and living. No, well, I do, yes, but that's not all. I want you to succeed. I want your success to exponentially increase. And this is one of the easiest ways to do it. See, partnership allows common people to attain uncommon results. See, I'm probably pretty much a common person. When I went through school, not like some of you, I was never the head prefect. I'm still bitter about that. (laughs) I wasn't even a prefect, and I'm angry about that. Even in intermediate school, they wouldn't appoint me to any role of responsibility, except I had to ring the bell at bell time but I forgot so many times they sacked me. (laughs) And I'm resentful about that. It's been a tough life. However, however, I tell you I was the captain of the first 15 rugby team. I was the biggest man going. Sure, sure the school only had 70 people. And sure, they couldn't get 15 for the team. But I was still the captain. But apart from that major achievement in my life, watch out, Richie McCall, move aside. I was not a high achiever. I did well in exams because I knew how to pray. I remember handing in one paper, and I thought, man, I knew nothing about that. I didn't study for it. It's useless. I'm going to fail. I got an A+. And I thought, I know why the teacher liked me. Why did he like me? Well, it's obvious, isn't it? (laughs) Let's get serious for a minute. But because a common person is partnering with hundreds, you are partnering with me. People like Joel Homer partnering with me. Because of that, this this common person is achieving uncommon results. We should not be achieving what we are achieving, church. Believe me. People look at us. I talk to people and they think, how do you do this? I'll tell you how we do it. We're doing it through partnership. That's why what we're doing tonight is just such a vital part of us moving forward together into all that God has for us. Alone you can achieve so much, but partnering you become a high achiever. I want to encourage you to fight against the, the independent New Zealand spirit. You know, we just want to go it alone. We want to go to do my thing. And, and it's, it's just a dangerous thing. It's just not the God way. God says, no, stay partnered. Be connected. Don't try and be independent because you'll just lose your effectiveness. Imagine what we could ch- accomplish as Church Unlimited if hundreds, thousands of us intentionally, willfully partnered together. It would be phenomenal. There's a call of the Holy Spirit, I believe, all across the body of Christ, which is saying less of me and more of we. That's the heart of partnership. It's not about me and my future and my ministry and my call and my this and my that. I think God's sick of hearing that. 
It's about we, us, our call, our ministry. What can we do together? How can we support one another? It's all about we. And once the more we get there, the better it's going to become. And there's a huge difference between those two. The beauty of partnership is this. Not only do you help us fulfill our calling as a church, but you also get to fulfill your calling as an individual. This is a two-way street. We all benefit from this. When you truly get the revelation of partnership, do you know what's going to happen? When you truly get that, something profound happens in your heart. Really profound. I want you to listen just for the next few minutes and see if you can understand what I'm trying to say. If you really get a revelation of partnership, you begin to see everything Church Unlimited does as what you're doing. You begin to see it as your ministry. You begin to see it as God's call on your life. And so, when people get saved, you think, yes. Look what I, got, look what I achieved. Look what I accomplished this morning. You're not just going to go, oh, well, they did. They had a good morning on church. Unlimited. They got so many saved. No, you're going to go home, celebrate, rejoice. You're going to think, that was a part of my ministry. When someone gets promoted or something like that, you see some young ones coming into pastoral leadership or, or ministry like we've had over recent times, you're going to think, wow, look at the development I'm seeing take place in my ministry. Others are getting ahead and you feel, hey, I was a part of that. I contributed to that. I prayed, I gave, I did something. You're going to begin to see Running With Fire, TV, radio, magazine, New Zealand, you're going to see it all as what you are doing. You're sitting there singing, saying to me, come on, pastor, how can you say that? I'm very glad you asked that question because I want to answer it for you. I want to give you two reasons why I can say this. The first reason is this. If none of you were here or in the city, if none of you prayed or served or gave, there would be no church unlimited. Is that right? It wouldn't exist. No one would be saved. There'd be no New Zealand and beyond. No music, no youth, no kids' ministry, no food bank, no feeding kids in the schools, no Mount Monganui vision, no Pakistan beyond. There would be absolutely zero zip, nothing. Why? Because you are Church Unlimited. You are the ones who make it happen. Without you, we are nothing. When you understand partnership, you begin to see that what you're doing is a vital part of everything that Church Unlimited is able to achieve and accomplish. Now, here's another reason. If that's not enough for you, come with me to 1 Samuel chapter 30. And verse 22 says this, 1 Samuel 30 and verse 20 says, now they've just been out to war, and some of the men said, hey, those who didn't go out to battle, hey, they're not going to get any of the spoils. David said, hey, I'm not going to have any of that. 1 Samuel 30, 22. Then all the wicked and worthless men of those who went with David answered and said, because they did not go with us, we will not give them any of the spoil that we have recovered except for every man's wife and children, that they may lead them away and depart. But David said, My brethren, you shall not do so with what the Lord has given us, who has preserved us and delivered us into the hand, and delivered into our hand the troop that came against us. For who will heed you in this matter? But as is his part, who goes down to the battle, who speaks at New Zealand beyond, who goes to an outreach in the mount, who serves in the food bank, who's out in the children's church, Whoever goes down to that, so shall his part be who stays by the supplies. Who, they shall all share alike. Everybody, 
if they're involved in some way. My Bible says they share alike in the rewards. And if you want to share fully in the rewards, then that's why we're inviting you to become a partner with Church Unlimited. Please hear my heart for what I'm going to say next, because I believe this with a passion. Are you ready? By partnering, in this case with Church Unlimited, I am convinced your rewards in eternity will go to a whole new place and increase and level. And maybe when you get to heaven, if we could find each other, you may just come to me and say, Pastor, I want to thank you for that day. You taught on partnership. I got a revelation in my heart. And I finally understood that by being a partner in Church Unlimited, I would share in all the astronomical rewards of what is achieved around the globe. Friend, don't you want to be a part of that when you get to heaven? And there's some pastor in Pakistan who is about to quit and he's thriving and he comes up to you and he says, were you a partner at Church Unlimited? Yes, you were. I want to thank you so much. Better than that, Jesus will come up to you and he'll say, oh, you go to partner, you partner church. Yeah, I want to thank you for the people who were saved at the Mount, Mount Monganui outreach that your church did at Christmas. I know you didn't go, but I know you were part of Church Unlimited. Friends, you will be astounded, astounded at the rewards that are going to come your way in eternity. And the whole goal of life is to store up reward in heaven. Here's the quote, only one life will soon be passed. Believe me, it goes quick. Only what's done for Christ will last. You want to wake up every day thinking, what am I doing for Christ today? How am I serving Jesus today? How am I getting treasure in heaven by what I do today? Friends, you look at your own bank account, but boy, your bank account in heaven is far more important. This one you have for a few years, a moment. The other one is yours for eternity. Don't go for rewards in this life. Go for them in the next life. That's smart thinking. Philippians 1, 4 to 5, and every prayer of mine making request for you all with joy for your fellowship, partnership in the gospel from the day until now. Paul experienced great joy in partnership. Paul was incredibly high achiever. Do you know why? He understood the principle of partnership. And he partnered with so many people. In one, paragraph, one chapter, he lists 30 people he partnered with. That's why he was so successful. He got the revelation. He understood that principle. Here's a quote for you. Joy is a partnership. Grief weeps alone. Many guests had Cana. Gethsemane had one. Let me remind you of the ministry that God has called you to as a part of Church Unlimited. Our mission statement, we're an apostolic church. It's on the walls. And we have a passionate heart for people, for our community, our nation, the nations of the world. We have a tremendous outward focus. For God so loved the world. That's our heart, the world. That's why New Zealand Beyond is so important. It is probably the major ministry of Church Unlimited. Secondly, an arrow of truth. We do, through biblical preaching of truth, to correct distortions in the body of Christ. That's a mandate. And God's given us running with five ministries to achieve this. Thirdly, we're to be winning souls. Well, that goes without saying. Igniting God's fire. We want to be fire lighters around this nation, around our community, nations of the world. New Zealand and beyond, we want others to come in so that we can light fires in their lives and cause them to be ablaze for Jesus. Yeah. 
Power, we want to see every believer, every one of you ministering God's power, healing the sick, casting out devils, seeing miracles, and then nations. The goal is to have ministry in all 200 nations. As you partner with us, you join a team for global reach and global impact. Come with me to 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 21. 1 Corinthians 12, 21. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. You know, as partners, we have to realize every partner is important. They've all got a part to play. We've got to treat partners right. Have you ever known someone in a church who was hard to get along with? Someone who was negative, critical, difficult? There's none like that in Church Unlimited, but in some other churches, there are some difficult people. It's true. You know, you thank God you're in this church of perfect people. Sometimes you, you, those people in these other churches are tempted to think, oh, we'd be better off without that person. I know you would never think that. But others do. Yet, they're partners. We need them. And I'll tell you this, if they went, God would send someone twice as bad. Because <laughs> you're trying to do a work in your heart. That's why. The carpenter's tool belt. Brother Hammer served as chairman. The other members informed him that he must leave. It's too noisy. Brother Hammer said, okay, if I leave this carpenter's shop, then Gimlet must go too. He's insignificant and makes a very small impression. A gimlet is a small tool for boring holes. Gimlet said, in that case, Brother Screwdriver must also go. You have to turn him around and around and around to get anywhere. Screwdriver said, okay, but Brother Plane must then leave. All his work is on the surface. There's no depth. Brother Plane said, in that case, Brother Saw must go. The changes he proposes cut too deep. Brother Saw's response, Brother Ruler will have to withdraw. He's always measuring others as though he's the only one who is right. Brother Ruler surveyed the group and he said, okay, I'll go, but Brother Sandpaper doesn't belong here either. He's always rubbing people the wrong way. <laughs> How many of you think they should actually say Sister Sandpaper? <clears throat> we'll leave, let that one go, all right? Don't tell Adrian. <laughs> that moment, the carpenter of Nazareth walked in, put on his tool belt, began to make a pulpit, employed the ruler, the plane, the hammer, the gimlet, screwdriver, sandpaper, and all the tools. When the pulpit was finished, he went home. All the accusations against all these tools were true. Yet, the carpenter used every one of them. No matter which tool he used, no other tool could have done the work better. And the final product would be used to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the world. You and I are God's tools. We may have flaws, but each one of us is important and necessary to God's work in this place. As we partner together, we need to accept and value the other tools. Is there a tool that you're struggling with right now? Get over it. We need them, and we need you. On your form, there's seven benefits on page three of becoming a partner, which I'm going to share with you just very quickly. 
but you can read through them in your own time. Number one is you will be fruitful. And this is so important. Psalm 92 says, when you are planted in a church by God, then it prom- the promise is you will be fruitful. And the deeper the roots, the greater the fruit. So your partnership, the deeper you put your roots down, partnering, the more fruit you're going to have in your life and in your ministry. And the more fruit we'll have as a church. Then there's a sense of family. Partnership will give you a greater sense of belonging. You know, we all want to belong. You know, become a partner. Feel, man, this is my church. This is my ministry. This is, you know, my organization. I'm a part of this, and we're having an influence around the globe. Boy, this is exciting. Boy, that sense of belonging will do something for you, and also it'll take your roots deeper and make you more fruitful. Love and care, you'll receive with the best that we can do. Uh, give you the love and care that you need. There'll be opportunity to develop your gifts. And we'll try and find areas where you can serve. I mean, we can't promise you, but we'll do what we can. Also, you're part of something bigger. You know, I've always wanted, I want to be something bigger than myself. Why? Because I'm too small. I want to be part of a big organization that's doing things all over the place. There'll be an increase of communication and a declaration of commitment. So tonight, those making, becoming partners will make a powerful declaration. And all you need to do is to fill in the form in the back of that sheet, bring it tonight, We'll call you at the front at some stage of the service and we'll receive you in as partners of Church Unlimited. After today, to become a partner, you'll have to go to three classes during the week or maybe on a Sunday. Um, You don't need to sign a contract, but you just need to be in agreement with what's outlined in the partnership brochure. We invite you, we ask you, we would love you to become a partner officially with Church Unlimited. And see your effectiveness, fruitfulness, achievement go to another level, another stratosphere. And as we join together on the greatest cause on the planet, the greatest beneficiary of our partnership will be the Lord Jesus Christ himself and the advance of his kingdom all around the world. Join us for partnership, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen.